obviously Hazer also got it. Dave <laughs> missed, <laughs> missed what the Lord was saying. I'm sure it's not, it doesn't say anything about his preach. Um, <laughs> when you're young, you're told a lot of things. You're told, don't eat with your mouth full, don't talk to strangers, don't eat yellow snow. You're told a lot of things, and they may seem like good advice, and, um, but actually one of those things, at least one of those things, is in direct contradiction to God's word. That's why my talk today is entitled, Talk to Strangers. And uh, I've taken some time, really looked through the Bible and found out all the references, and I, I've kind of tried to sum up what the Bible says about talking to strangers in one simple sentence for you. So this is it. This is basically all I'm going to say. This is it. Ready? Da -da -da -da. <laughs> Love the stranger the way God loved you when you were estranged from him. So that's it basically, that's all I'm going to say. I could basically stop there. <laughs> I've got another nine minutes and you, you have to listen to me for the next nine minutes, so I'm just going to keep going. Um, so I'll say it again. Love the stranger <laughs> the way God loved you when you were estranged from him. Um, Colossians 1 says, once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behaviour, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you wholly in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. So we were estranged from God. The sin, the bad stuff that we do, estranges us from God. And it's not just like a stranger, someone you don't know. It's actually like, it actually says we're enemies. So we actually had turned our backs on God and had chosen to be strangers from God. And what was God's response to that? It wasn't just, he didn't just talk to us, strangers, us hostile strangers, but he actually gave his son says that he gave his son uh, to die for us so that we could be reconciled with God and be his friends. Um, and so what's our response to that? Well, our first response has to be, wow, thank you, Jesus, that's amazing. Oh, you know, and, and just to receive that friendship that he's given us and really, yeah, just thank God. And, and if you haven't done that, I would recommend do that. It's the best decision you'll ever make to become a friend of God. But then once you do that, a lot of us have done that. You become a Christian. You accept Jesus into your heart. What's next? How do we then uh, take what God's done for us and how do we act towards strangers? Well, first of all, let me explain what I mean by stranger. The Bible uses kind of lots of different words. It uses words like alien, foreigner, um, sojourner, and stranger. And obviously it's talking about those that we kind of don't know. But it also talks about a couple of other things. It can mean uh, people from another land, like people that come from another country and work in your country, and, uh, or it can also mean those that flee to your country because there's some danger over where they come from. So it can mean that. Or it can also mean something broader, which is uh, those that are estranged from society in some way. So the marginalised, that might be the homeless, or it might be a prostitute, or it might be uh, the mentally ill, or the asylum seeker, or the elderly, people that kind of our society pushes to the side and marginalises. Marginalize. So that's what I'm talking about when I say stranger. Obviously, it's a bit of a strange word, but you know me, I like strange things. So that's what I'm talking about when I say stranger. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to quickly look at what the Old Testament law says about talking to strangers. Then I'm going to look at what Jesus says about talking to strangers. And uh, then I'm going to sum up okay, about how we're going to apply this to our lives. Um, so, the 
Old Testament law. What does the Old Testament law say about strangers? When I say Old Testament law, basically the Bible is split into Old Testament and New Testament. Old Testament is before Jesus, and the New Testament is from Jesus onwards. And, you know, God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, and he also gave him loads of other laws about how the Israelites should live, how the people of God should live their lives. And within that were loads of kind of really specific, special dispensations for strangers. Uh, For example, he says one of the reasons that we have the Sabbath is so that... um, we have a day of rest so that the stranger can have a rest, which is nice. And another one, really cool one, is that he says, God says, when, you, when it comes to harvest time, when you come to reap your harvest, uh, don't go right up to the edges, up to the corners and get every last bit, but sort of cut the corner and leave a bit. And he says, the reason you leave that bit is for the widow and the orphan and for the stranger. So God counts the stranger with the, the real most vulnerable people in society, the widow and the orphan and the strangers, some of the most kind of, the real poorest of the poor. Um, I guess in our society, what you'd call that, it would be asylum seekers, refugees. They're really kind of um, marginalised people that, you know, come into our country and uh, are some of the poorest people. Just as an interesting little aside for you, what do all these people have in common? Moses, Abraham, Bob Marley, King David, Einstein, Jesus, Jackie Chan, and Hadrian Lena. The answer is, of course, they're all total dudes. But not just that, uh, they were all once refugees or asylum seekers. Um, Abraham, he moved because of famine in the land. Uh, King David had to leg it because his son toppled him from the throne, and so he he was fleeing political persecution. Uh, Einstein was a, a German Jew. Uh, Jesus himself was an asylum seeker. Mary and Joseph had to flee with Jesus when he was a baby. He had to flee to Egypt because King Herod was killing all the newborn boys. Um, Jackie Chan had to leg it from the triads, <laughs> which I don't get that well because I just think you could totally just ninja all the triads, surely. I don't <laughs> understand what the problem was there. But, um, and Hazer and Lena came from uh, Iraq. Uh, the reason I sort of said that was just because, you know, you hear a lot of things about asylum seekers and refugees and... It's good, it's helpful sometimes to just kind of have a, a face there rather than listen to horrible stuff that often the newspapers might say. It's to say, oh, oh that person's a seeker. Oh, it just kind of helps. Um, plus, I just think it's really cool that basically the Old Testament says we're called to minister to Jackie Chan. You know, <laughs> I just think that's great. So the Old Testament law clearly says you've got to care for the stranger. Don't just talk to strangers, you've got to actually care for them. Um, but what does the New Testament say? Is it one of those things that you, you, know, you read about in the Old Testament and then you don't see it again in the New? Well, no, actually, it's so important to God that uh, Jesus actually mentions it when he talks about the Day of Judgment. If you want to have a look in your Bibles, if you've got them, don't worry if you haven't. But uh, Matthew, that's the first book in the, uh, in the New Testament, chapter 25. I'm going to read from verse 31. When the Son of Man... So this is talking about... The day of judgment. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. 
I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. So we know, you know, we, we talked, if you were here the last couple of weeks, we've talked about how when you come to faith, you know, the, the way that we have eternal life with God is by putting our faith in Jesus. And we talked about that example of the thief that was on the cross. And he, uh, Jesus said to him, uh, I tell you the truth, today I will see, I'll be with you in paradise. So that, that thief that was on the cross next to him never did anything to earn that, but he just put his faith in Jesus. So there's nothing we can do to earn uh, righteousness or earn eternity with God but we know also that if we know Jesus and we love him then that's going to be a fruitful relationship isn't it we're not just going to kind of uh, become just concerned with ourselves but if we've received that amazing love that God gave us that he gave his son for us when we were strangers hostile strangers then of course we'll then extend that love to the stranger won't we so we'll do things like feed the hungry and give a drink to the thirsty and we'll clothe the naked and we'll welcome a stranger in. Uh, so, um, yeah. So how do we actually do that? Because that, that can sound, okay, it's good to sort of have these principles, but how do we actually do it practically in daily life? How do we love the stranger the way that God loved us when we were estranged from him? Um, well, I think we're, we're often very good as a church. I think we're brilliant, actually, at welcoming strangers already, which is really great. I think when people come in or we meet people when we're out and about being normal, I think we're really good at kind of just being loving and being welcoming and all that. So that's really cool. I think one thing that we can do that can be a challenge from this word for us is to also reach out to the marginalised. So we can do things like... Um, you know, how do we reach out to the homeless and the prostitute and the mentally ill and the elderly and the asylum seeker? And uh, I just think that's a, a great challenge for us as we, as a church, start to reach out more to the community. You know, how do we, how are we going to reach those strangers too and obey Jesus and clothe the, the naked and feed the hungry and welcome in the stranger? So, like I say, that can be a kind of, you know, that can be a sort of scary thing. You think, how can I, how do I do that? Well, I just think we can start by just little steps, really. We can do things like, you know, when you walk past someone who's homeless, don't walk past them, you know, stop and say hello, and maybe buy them a cup of tea or give them a sandwich and just have a good chat to them. And just remember, that person is actually Jesus. It's amazing, it's kind of a mystery that Jesus so associates himself with the poor that he says, that's actually me. So when you stop and talk to the homeless, that's actually Jesus, it's amazing. And so, yeah, just chat to them. I wouldn't. Don't worry too much about what you'll say. I've said loads of really stupid things. I did uh, a few weeks ago, I was chatting to a guy who was selling the big issue n near where I work, and um, I started complaining to him about how cold it was in my office. I was going, oh, it's freezing, because the heat had broken down. I said, it's freezing back there. And he was like, oh, he was actually sympathising with me. He goes, oh, that's awful. <laughs> I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, what am I doing? i about the cold of homeless guy. So, um, <laughs> so don't worry too much about what you'll say. Uh, you can't be worse than me at it. But I think, you know, let's obey Jesus. Let's have God's heart for the stranger the way that he loved us. And let's see what God does. All right. I'm now going to pass over to officially the most handsome man in Revelation Church. <laughs>